Alright everybody, welcome to the Fantasy Football. Did it work? I think it worked. It's well, it's recording, so we're just going to go with it. Welcome everybody to the Fantasy Football Experts and Idiots podcast. I am Calvin. And I'm Ryan. And for the first time, we are live on TikTok with this episode. So this will be interesting. Yeah, we're going to see how well this goes. Hopefully we get some good feedback. Hopefully you guys have some questions for us. Shoot them to us. We'll answer them when we get to our break. How about that? Yep. Put any comments or questions you have in the chat for us. We will get to them. But today, as many of you may have heard, is our trade special. This is how we are going to approach it. We're going to go through a whole bunch of um, players that you should be getting rid of players that you should be trying to acquire, and then uh, some waiver ads that should be your priorities for the week. We're also going to be joined by one of the members of our league who has caught a lot of heat lately, both on this podcast and on our spinoff show, The Rambling or Rampaging Idiots. Yeah, Logan and Taylor have not done him any any good. <laughs> They've just been slamming him. They named a whole segment after him. Called Where's the Trade? And Logan may or may not be looking up some uh, some sound to go along with Where's the Trade segment in the future. Well, that'll be good. Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead. We'll get Nick going here in just a little bit, but it's good to be back in person. Um, like any good podcast, we probably ought to start it off with just something completely random. And so I'm going to surprise you with this right now, Ryan. We're coming up into the holiday season. Thanksgiving is upon us. We're going to do a draft right now of Thanksgiving dishes. Oh, goodness. I need a main dish. I need three sides and a dessert. Okay. We're going to flip a coin and uh, that's going to decide who goes first. Heads, you go first. Tails, I go first. Okay. Ready? Well, that didn't really flip. Let's flip another one. Tails. Okay. I go first. Uh, I'm going to just start off strong here with a main. We're taking turkey. I'm glad because I'm I'm not a turkey fan, so I'd much rather have ham. Ham with the number two overall pick. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess you had to, but really, if you were thinking draft strategy, you would have said, oh, Calvin went with a main. We only need one main. I could have left that pick all the way till the end. You said main first, so I went main. I just told you what you had to get. You don't have to draft and draft quarterback, wide receiver, wide receiver, running back, running back. You don't draft in order. But uh, you left a strong player on the board for me. I'm taking mashed potatoes at number two. Okay. Um, That's all right, because I will do the, uh, the funeral potatoes. Oh, that's a very, very Utah thing. Yeah. Funeral potatoes. Um. Uh, with you again, you have set me up perfectly. I'm gonna take rolls and bread Ooh. as my number three pick for my second side. Okay, my favorite meal growing up, especially for Thanksgiving, sweet potato souffle. Okay, okay, a little souffle that's getting yeah fancy there. Um, for my number three side, give me corn in all its varieties. <laughs> it's a tradition. It's a staple. It's been there from the beginning. Uh, give me corn. I feel like I've got a banging Thanksgiving team here. Green bean casserole. You could have 
green bean casserole should have gone undrafted. Uh, I like it. I don't know what you're thinking there, man. <laughs> um, and finally, I'm going to, I'm going to go with pecan pie as my dessert. I hate you right now, bro. Pecan pie is my only dessert. Pecan pie is near and dear to my heart. I lived in Texas. My family's from the South. Like, Oh, buddy. Just like a real good sticks to you with a little whipped cream action. I hate you right now. Cause I hate pumpkin pie. I can't do pumpkin. Um, I'm not, I mean, I guess it's not, uh, I'll throw one out of left field that I hardly ever see, but I would love to see at Thanksgiving peanut butter pie, peanut butter pie. I can get on board with peanut butter pie. I could get on board with that. Yeah. Uh, we are seeing some people in the comments say cranberry. I'm not a cranberry guy. No, me neither. So, and chopped pecans. I mean, you can go either way. Whole pecans, chopped no, pecans. No, no, no. They have to be chopped. Like, you got to garnish with whole pecans, though. No. They have to be chopped. All right. We're talking different pies here, buddy. <laughs> um, but that's, well, I mean, like, that's a pretty good intro. I feel like we've we've talked our, our baloney. Let's get into some fantasy football trades. Yeah. So, let's do this. You want me to go ahead and bring Nick on? Let's get Nick on. Okay. He takes so much flack for all of these trades. Hopefully, he can join us here pretty quick. Get a little ringing going. To give you guys a little background on Nick. Welcome, Nick. I'm introducing you here. Um, Nick has joined our league for the first time this year. He's in our season two league, and he is sending lots and lots of trades. So we wanted to bring him on first to give himself a chance to answer some of the slander that he has received. <laughs> but uh, I guess also to discuss his trades. More importantly, have you heard some of the slander that you've received? I I have heard a little bit of the slander, but you know I'm just gonna keep throwing out trades. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, good man. Way to be. <laughs> so Nick, tell us about your fantasy football experience first. Give us a little bit of your background. This is your first time coming on the show, and then uh, let's talk where you come up with some of your trade ideas and why you feel so confident throwing them out. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I've played fantasy football for a few years. Um, I haven't played before this season. I haven't played in a couple of years, but, um, you know, it's my first year really getting back into it. And, um, you know, I look at all those like, uh, you know, articles and things about fantasy football. So I, I kind of have a sense of like where I value certain players. So that's kind of why I feel confident about, you know, throwing out certain trades, um, you know, and sometimes you just got to throw out some trades that are just kind of crazy. See if they stick. <laughs> I know that I've thrown you a couple of garbage ones to just see if you took it or not, but it happens. So uh, what do you feel like is, is your, your, when you throw a trade out, what is your main goal? I mean, basically, you know, like anyone on fantasy football, just trying to improve your roster. <laughs> like if you would have seen my, my draft, uh, you'd be, you'd be shocked that I'm, you know, doing so well. And I think, you know, throwing out so many trades and, um, you know, I've gotten some good ones to go through and I don't know, just, just getting players that you like and stuff. It just makes it, makes it a lot more fun. Honestly. I think my favorite trade that you've pulled off so far was you flipped Najee Harris for miles sanders straight up 
tell, <laughs> tell us how that one came to be because that is wildly imbalanced if you look at it through hindsight oh yeah oh yeah no i mean i was seeing naji just start to you know decline and i was like man maybe i can maybe i can grab someone who's like solid but you know just get some name value out of naji before he really tanks so that's kind of like the thought process so i was just basically sending out trade offers for you know any like mid-range kind of rb2s you know just seeing if any of them stuck and then you know randomly the one for Miles Sanders got accepted, and I was like, ah, let's go. <laughs> I mean, it worked. Najee declined so quickly, too. It, that was, you had to get him traded quick to even get any value for him this year. It's true. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and, and if you'd been listening to the show, we were saying, hey, Najee's on the trade list. You've got to get rid of him. You know, capitalize on some of that name value, just like we had talked about with Clyde Edwards-Alaire. So, Nick, uh, let's walk through some of your more recent trades. What are you trying to swing right now? Um, I don't know, because recent. so last week I did a couple trades. So, um, you know, I had Amari Cooper on my roster. I was trying to sell him super high because I was, I was kind of noticing, um, you know, Amari Cooper, I mean, I think he averages like 21 points per game when he's at home, which is crazy. And then, you know, when he's away, he averages like five points. So I was looking at the rest of his schedule and I was like, man, maybe I can sell high on Amari Cooper. He just came off like a huge game, um, you know, and looks like the rest of his schedule, he's got a bunch of away games, you know, and his, he has like two more home games, something like that. So, so yeah, so I, I sold him high. I sold him and Devontae Smith for uh, Damian Pierce because I desperately needed a running back. So I thought that was a, it was a decent trade, I think. Um, you know, maybe some would disagree, but I don't know. <laughs> I think that you overpaid a little bit to get uh, Damian Pierce, but where you were in a situation, I've seen your roster, you desperately needed a running back. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, and yeah. I think Pierce was the perfect candidate to go after. So I think that, you know, it worked for you. But are you not concerned about trading away Amari Cooper with the chance that Deshaun Watson come, is coming back here in a couple just, of weeks? <clears throat> I just don't think you know, it's going to get any better for Amari Cooper. Like, I mean, I think when I, when I traded him last week, he was like the number eight wide receiver on the season. And uh, I, I mean, he was doing well with Jacoby Brissett. So I was like, eh, I don't think it can get any better with Deshaun Watson. Also Deshaun Watson looked pretty bad in preseason. So I was pretty confident doing that trade. (laughs) You know, I think that that's a, that's a good trade. Amari Cooper's actually on my guys to target to pick up this week, because if you can get him at the right price, the value yeah. if Deshaun Watson is there is going to be there. Amari Cooper is currently wide receiver 13. Um, and so, I mean, I think that there's a case to be made for trading away or trading for him right now, which is really good. He's averaging 14.3 points per game, which isn't bad. Um, I mean, you said he's, he's number 13 right now. So obviously like he's on the higher end. Um, but he's still just not one of those standouts. And I don't know if it's just because he's on the Browns or if he's lacking that tier one quarterback. You know, I think it could be a combination of that. The Browns get a lot of negative media and they're, they've really kind of been out of the media lately because they're more of a mediocre team. They got a lot more publicity when they were just bad. So I think that there's something to be said for that. Um, but I think it'll be interesting. We've we've talked at length that Deshaun Watson is not a good human being. 
but he can throw a football. So I think that's interesting to see for Amari Cooper coming back. Do you think his stock, I mean, obviously, like you, you already said that he's on your trade for list. Do you think his stock skyrockets or just goes up a little bit? I think he puts himself firmly in the top 10 week over week. Okay. What do you think, yeah. Nick? Yeah, I think I think he's definitely a solid wide receiver too. I think that's that's fair for sure. I don't I don't know if he's going to finish like top 10 or anything, but I mean, I think top 15, top 20-ish is is realistic, I think, but yeah. Okay. Um, I was also kind of curious, like, you know, Donovan Peoples-Jones is also kind of coming on in that offense, um, you know, so um, he might kind of take some targets away from Mari Cooper. I know this past week, um, Donovan Peoples-Jones looked like, you know, he was getting the most targets and, you know, he's, I think the last like four or five weeks, he's gotten over 10 fantasy points and, you know, a good handful of targets. So, yeah. So we've got a question that came in on Twitter or not Twitter on TikTok that I'm going to read out uh, so that you can hear it, Nick, but Calvin's already all over this one. Ooh. Trade Higgins and Henry for Devonte Adams and Jonathan Taylor in a PPR league. No, I wouldn't do it. Here's why. Jonathan Taylor is trending down. Jonathan Taylor is at the top of our trade away list. We actually did a full episode about that two or three weeks ago. T Higgins right now has been playing like a wide receiver one. And with Jamar chase out is just going to have even more opportunity. Derek Henry is about as steady as they come. So I would rather have the stability at running back and the upside at wide receiver than have the proven commodity at wide receiver and the downside, the trending down for Jonathan Taylor. And right now, Honestly, nobody wants Jonathan Taylor. I have him in one of my leagues. I've put out two trades for him and put him on the trade block. And I've got nothing back. Yeah, I mean, unless you are just absolutely decimated, I would not do that trade, trade straight up. Uh, not even in Dynasty, unless you were getting some sort of additional pick compensation to offset the age of Devontae Adams. So you guys don't have any hope for Jonathan Taylor even after this week? Looked like he was maybe back to normal. I mean, he got, he got what, 23 points, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And he had a big, like a uh, big run as well for a touchdown. He did have a big run. I just don't know that the body of work is going to be enough. I think that the Colts are going to be, we, we, we talk a lot about the Colts. We do. Surprisingly. I think that uh, with Jeff Saturday as the head coach of the Colts, we may see some improved offensive line play, which would open up things for Jonathan Taylor. But I think that you're still trying to capitalize on name value. Because if you are in contention right now in your league and you have Jonathan Taylor, it's in spite of Jonathan Taylor and not because of Jonathan Taylor. And so you're probably needing to make some other moves to secure yourself a playoff spot. Plus, Jonathan Taylor has a really late round buy, which depending on your playoff makeup, you could be getting a buy he could be taking his buy as early as the first round of the playoffs. And that's not something that I want to invest in right now. Yeah. The Colts don't have a buy until week 14 and looking at the Colts team this week in fantasy, you had Matt Ryan with 22 points, Jonathan Taylor at 24, Michael Pittman at 11 and Paris Campbell at 20. And that's it. No one else did anything for Indy and they beat the Raiders, which shows you how bad the Raiders are. 
And most of Matt Ryan's points came on a big 60-yard rush. Yeah. So that's something to be considered as well. Yeah, that was funny seeing him run. I was watching that game. And <laughs> well, Matt <laughs> it Ryan was funny is, watching the old quarterback run down the field. <laughs> he's a statue. So, yeah, it was shocking for all of us watching. Yeah. So, um, so that's where I stand on that. I, w- I would rather the stability of Henry in redraft. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I, I regret drafting Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think Jonathan Taylor is like a, you know, he's a risky option for sure. But I mean, I think he, he gives you if if he pays off, he gives you big value. But ah, I, I'd say it's like it's it's tough. I, I don't know. I. I'd buy low on Jonathan Taylor, but I wouldn't give away too much. Right. He's a buy low candidate right now. If you can oh, get yeah. him for cheap, is it within the range of outcomes that he goes on a tear like he did last year? Yes. Is it likely based on his performance this season? Probably not. All right. So what kind of player do you think you would you would give up for Jonathan Taylor? Just curious if you wanted to buy low. If I wanted to buy An low. An O-lineman. see that's that's the hard part is it when you're working out trades is it really depends on what the team needs right so you just flip two wide receivers for a running back that you really needed um but that same trade wouldn't fly in all leagues and it wouldn't fly with all trade partners so let's assume that our rosters are constructed fairly equally um i'm taking a, a flyer on a jonathan taylor some players that i'd be willing like if i'm gonna go running back straight up for him I'd be willing to trade like a, like a Dalvin Cook, an Aaron Jones in that range. Um, that would be at the very high end. Um, at a lower end, I'd be trading like maybe uh, DeAndre Swift or some package of wide receivers. I'd probably go Mike Williams straight up for him right now. I'd trade Debo for him. Those those are kind of the big name guys. So, question, Calvin. Do you want to go through our trade for and away list, or do you want to work an actual trade first and then go through the list? Uh, Let's go through the list, and then we can work out a trade. Okay. Because you and I have a trade that we can talk through. Nick, if you want to get in on a live trade, more than happy to work something out. Sure. Okay. Um, so I guess we'll just run through. Well, if with, with Nick on, let's do the trade and okay. then, uh, and then we can work on that. Okay. Sounds good. Um, who are you wanting to trade? So let, let's, let's walk through the process. So if you're going to initiate a trade, we love the sleeper app because it has the function, the functionality of putting a player on the trade block. So right now in our league, I've got a couple of players that I'd be considering moving right now. One of the guys that I'm willing to trade, um, and I'll go I'll go do this right now, is I'll put them on the trade block. I've got Cortland Sutton that I'm going to put on the trade block coming off of a big week. Okay, Had 12 points against Tennessee. Had that fantastic one-handed catch, right? But he's playing with Russell Wilson. And then I have Chris that's, Olave. That's a pretty big downfall right there. Yep. I have Chris Olave, who's a top 20 wide receiver this week or this year um, that I'm willing to part with for the right package. So I've put both of those players on the trade block, letting my league know, hey, these guys are available. 
you guys are both in the league. What are you thinking? Looking at my roster, I'm I have okay wide receiver depth. I have okay running back depth. And I have a uh, actually really good tight end depth. But where I could potentially upgrade is might be looking to upgrade at quarterback or um, to upgrade at wide receiver or running back. Either one. Hmm. Yeah, I'm pulling up your I'm pulling up your your roster right now. Just curious. I'll I'll run through my roster here for you guys. So I'm currently starting Gino at quarterback. I have Travis Etienne, Alvin Kamara, and Austin Eckler are my top three running backs. Chris Olave, CD Lamb, uh, and Cortland Sutton are my top wide receivers. Then on the bench, I have Kyler Murray, Brian Robinson, Brandon Cooks, Garrett Wilson, Dawson Knox, and I'm starting Pat Freermuth at tight end. I'm looking over my roster, and I don't really see anybody that I could get rid of that your trade block offers would benefit my team. That's fair. Trades are not something something that's going to work for every team every time. Because uh, the wide receivers that I have, well, I guess Cooper Cup possibly because now he's injured. Um, but I've got Cooper Cup, Jalen Waddle. Drake London, and then on my bench, I've got Devin Duvernay. Not interested in Duvernay. I knew you weren't. Yeah, I mean, I think I think for you, like, Calvin, if you're going to give up a wide receiver, you definitely need a wide receiver back. Um, but that's just that's just my opinion. Because <laughs> your running backs are, are ridiculous. No, I'm, uh, I'm loaded at running back. I have the number one running back. I have two other top ten running backs. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, on on my roster, my wide receivers are, you know, Chris Godwin, Christian Kirk, um, Josh Palmer, um, Keenan Allen, and Brandon Ayuk. Hmm. Um, so I'm I, looking at your roster, Nick, I, Christian Kirk is somebody who intrigues me. I have him both on my trade for and trade away list. I think that he just is at peak trade value right now mm-hmm. because of what you're getting from him. So I'd be interested in a Christian Kirk swap if that's something you're interested in. I don't know. I think I I think I like Christian Kirk more than Alave at the moment. <laughs> that, I do that. like I do like Alave, but I think I think I'd be more willing to give up. Like you know, I mean, I think Brandon Ayuk at this point is a, droppable. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk I don't think is droppable. With the 49ers? yeah, he's the fourth mm-hmm. receiving option on that team right now. So he's currently slotting in behind Debo, behind Kittle, behind Christian McCaffrey. Um, I think that if he continues to build, then he has some value, but and maybe not droppable, but I don't know that he's at peak value for me. We've got yeah, another trade yeah. question. Okay. Trade Fournette and Myers for Metcalf and CPAT. Is that Corderell Patterson? I'm guessing. Ooh. I think Fournette's on the slide. Rashad White's going to be taking some snaps there. Jacoby Myers has been steady for New England. DK has been trending upward. 
now that Gino's actually throwing, yeah, it is Cordell Patterson. Now he's been throwing the ball more. Let's grab our DK stats. So DK has been climbing um, for a while. He had kind of cruddy production, but he's consistently been 13 and above the last three weeks. Um, he had a really tough matchup. He's averaging 12.4 right now. Okay, that's with a couple of really stinker games in there. He had a really bad game against the Chargers. Um, Patterson, I am I have questions about. They just brought him off of IR. He had a really great first game back. And then they didn't run the ball this week. How much how much trade value are you actually going to get for Fournette with him being injured right now though? So I think that the injury is not going to be as big of a concern. I think that Fournette is still there. But if you are worried about the injury, then yes, you could take that trade. Um, and I think that that actually comes out to be pretty fair. You have, you're trading away the better running back, but getting back a better wide receiver. So I'm okay making that trade. Um, that's actually pretty close. Okay. What are your thoughts, Nick? What was that trade again? Trading away Leonard Fournette and Jacoby Myers for DK Metcalf and Corderell Patterson. Oh, it's tough. Yeah, that's that's a tough one, honestly. Um, yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. I think I think Fournette is definitely on the on the downward trend. Um, so that's that's tough. I mean, I think Rashad White might be might be coming up and taking his place. That's kind of my my thoughts on it. But you know, Spoiler DK is really solid. You know, Jacoby Myers is solid. Cordero Patterson is also kind of iffy. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I'd say those those are really close. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on what the rest of your roster looks like. If you need running back depth, then I think that you keep Fournette there. But if you ha- if you need a better wide receiver, then you make the trade. Um, spoiler alert, yeah. Rashad White is in our top three waiver ads this week. Um, he is a must-add in all leagues. So... Um, on that alone, I would say trade away Fournette. But it's not a major injury, right? No, not a major injury. So most likely he's coming back later in this season. If not next week. Yeah. But I think that we are going to see, just based on what we saw from the offense, we may see White stealing snaps. Okay. I apologize, guys. On the audio, you're going to hear me sniffling quite a bit. It's because I had nasal surgery last week, and I don't have a whole bunch of other options. All this right, guy- so same same person. Is there anyone else I should trade? try to trade for? I need a flex and want to trade for net. I already have Pierce and Mixon at RB. Okay, so you're loaded at running back. Um, he wants to trade away for net. Well... Nick, I guess we're going to put our trade on the back burner as the audience is telling us what we need to go get. Um, I would be targeting Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, Tony Pollard would be the two guys that I would be going after. Pollard over Stevenson. We've seen consistent, consistently that Pollard is the more explosive back in that backfield. And Stevenson has been the most consistent back in New England. And so there is something to be said for that where you already have Pierce. He's my top trade target of all of the whole deadline. So you don't really need to go get him there. Um, 
if you're needing a flex, you could also look at some wide receivers. Um, a Garrett Wilson, a Christian Kirk, if you can get him. He's one of my top ads. Garrett Wilson, I think, is a really great flex piece to go pick up right now just because he is locking down that number one offense. And the offense is looking a lot better than we thought. Um, I see I see that comment. I'm going to come back to it. I'm, I want to look real quick. So Ramondre Stevenson is about 16.6 uh, right now. But three of the last four weeks have been 20-plus weeks points yeah and then you said that you wanted to focus more on tony pollard yep um than ramondre stevenson and tony pollard so um, here's the issue with tony pollard yeah he's i mean he he's had two great games these last two games but his average is that can't be right his average is 4.2 this guy's already got garrett wilson on the bench right now holy cow are you in first place in your league, man? <laughs> like you, you got good running backs. Um, yeah, try and trade for Tron, for Tony Pollard. That would be my guess. I think that Tony Pollard's going to have a much better end of the the season, especially if Zeke, if any injury becomes serious, right? He just looks like the better running back there. So on eye test, that's what I would go for. Do you think that he'll he'll overtake Zeke? Like, say that Zeke is playing in there. What do you how where do you rank Tony Pollard if Zeke is active? Uh, that depends. Is Zeke healthy? If Zeke is um, healthy, yeah. then I they still have to be pretty close together. Just because Jerry Jones is the owner of the team and the general manager, and is going to say Zeke is our guy, we're going to run Zeke. If Zeke is hurt, Tony Pollard could be a top ten guy. So Tony Pollard is averaging more points per game by one point um, than Ramondre Stevenson right now. I didn't have the formula typed in right. This guy's got Zeke too. Why are you trading away Fournette? Trade Zeke away. I I have to agree with Calvin on that. I I would keep Fournette over Zeke. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I agree. All right. So this other comment that came in, I, I'm hoping that you are still in here no he's not but we'll go over it anyways trading terry mclaurin and deontay johnson for mike evans Hmm. i think that's i think that's a pretty good trade i mean i think i honestly think deontay johnson might be um a buy low at the moment i know like their offense doesn't look great but i mean they traded away claypool deontay johnson's still getting a lot of targets it's basically just him and pickens um i think eventually deontay johnson is going to start getting some touchdowns i mean so right now, I don't think he has any touchdowns this so season. My thought on this before you go into your spiel, my thought on this trade is um, it all depends on where you're sitting in your league. Because if you're sitting high, yeah, go ahead and trade for Mike Evans. If you're sitting low, why like dynasty and sitting high in your redraft league, absolutely trade. Or no, sorry, uh, trade the opposite way in Dynasty because you want younger receivers, my my opinion. Um, so trade the opposite way in Dynasty, Mike Evans, for those two if you have somebody that happens to have those two. Um, but if you're sitting high in your league, yes, because you can get more points out of Mike Evans. 
So here's my thought. I don't love two for one trades because you're going to have to go find an extra player to fill the gap on your roster. Or if you're the one getting the two for one, you immediately have to cut somebody. Right. So unless you have somebody on your roster that you can cut, that's why I don't love two for one trades. Um, let me just get back into my stats for just one second here. Right now, Deontay Johnson has been um, garbage all season because they have abysmal quarterback play. Um, and so I think that Terry McLaurin, I mean, we were watching the game a little bit earlier. He's very involved in that offense. Even with Taylor Heineke, he's been productive. He's getting you about 14 points. So it's really going to be, are you going to bet on keeping McLaurin and the floor there of 14 points? Or are you going to bet on upside for touchdowns? I'm okay with the trade, but I don't love the two for one. Like Nick said, Deontay Johnson may be that buy low candidate. Um, But personally, I would take McLaurin and Johnson over Mike Evans. Assuming the rest of your roster is built okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're lacking running or wide receiver depth, I would definitely go with, you know, Deontay Johnson and McLaurin. Um, but if you already have tons of depth, then, you know, Mike Evans might put you over the top. And I think that he's, he's underperforming as well. I think that he might, you know, start coming along the re- the back half of the season. So yeah, definitely interesting trade. I'd probably go with the Mike Evans side just cause I just like Mike Evans in redraft, but Mike yeah, Evans is a stud in redraft. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it just really, that one, yes, sure. We're getting a lot of other comments here. Lamar or Fields, do you have both? Are you wanting to trade one of them? If so, yes, trade one of them and get a stud wide receiver or running back. You, my, you can't go wrong with either of those two for the rest of the season. My my thought on that exact comment is trading, trading Lamar or Fields is I would trade... Lamar. And here's my explanation why. Uh, Lamar has had two great games and he's been on a decline ever since and has not been putting up near as much points where Fields only has rooms to grow and has been growing and has been taking over that running quarterback role that's getting over 100 yards a game and scoring ridiculous amounts of points. So I would trade Lamar and keep Fields. Agreed. I think Fields is going to be riding a late season high for the rest of the season. Uh, A.J. Brown and David Montgomery for Christian McCaffrey. No. I mean, I agree. I don't think so. If you are getting CMC there, David Montgomery's value is tanking right now. Khalil Herbert is out snapping him. He's not as efficient and Justin Fields is taking all of the rushing in that offense. So Montgomery is not as valuable. If you have the wide receiver depth to trade away A.J. Brown and go get Christian McCaffrey, who I think, yes, he's going to be splitting some touches with Elijah Mitchell, but is still that guy, um, I would go get Christian McCaffrey. So if I'm the one trading away A.J. Brown and David Montgomery for Christian McCaffrey, yes, I do that. But you and I were just talking and you were just saying that Elijah Mitchell is going to be taking more snaps and more time away from CMC. So why trade for CMC? 
Why trade for CMC? Yes. Because this guy's got David Montgomery on his roster. He needs some a clear upgrade there. I still think that CMC is going to have that ability to uh, produce. Yes, Elijah Mitchell is going to be taking some snaps. We know that based on the offense that Kyle Shanahan runs. But uh, I still think that CMC is going to produce at a top five running back level. So if that guy accepts the trade, I say do it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think Christian McCaffrey is going to be solid rest of the season. But, you know, it does worry me a little bit, you know, that Elijah Mitchell is taking so many snaps. Um, but, you know, if you're desperate for a running back, I mean, I, I don't think you can go wrong with Christian McCaffrey. So yeah. I'd probably take McCaffrey. But We got another one here. Mixon for uh, JT. Deontay and Garrett Wilson. If you have zero wide receivers wow. on your roster, then yes. Otherwise, I would take. Ooh. Oh man. Okay. I mean, we were just talking about you need to get rid of JT, but so, you need to buy low on him. And trading away a top five running back is not necessarily buying low, but you are getting another buy low candidate in Deontay Johnson. I mean, it also depends on how you know what what the receivers he has on his on his team because I, this guy's going to be like, yeah, I've got Stefan Diggs. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I just don't, I don't, me personally, I don't see getting rid of Mixon because of how much uh, productivity he's getting. Yeah, I would keep Mixon, but that's close. That's really close. Okay. Niners fan is saying that CMC is going to get all the red zone usage. I mean, that's possible. Um, Swift for Godwin. Um, oh, that is, Godwin that sure. is so close. I'm going to lean. I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Nick. It's, it's Godwin right now. Just the upside for the rest of the season is there. I would do that one. Swift for Godwin. That's a good trade. Okay. One says just got an offer to get Metcalf. Uh, Dante Foreman for him and trade away Waddle. Oh, that is tough because Jalen Waddle is going to be, he and Tyreek are both going to be top 10 options for the rest of the year. Like, <clears throat> and you're going to be getting, you're going to get Deontay Foreman and Metcalf and DK Metcalf. I, I mean, I, I don't think you can trade away Waddle. No, Waddle, Waddle, you can't trade away right now. I agree. So keep Jalen Waddle. Um, the guy who's asking Swift for Godwin, trade away Swift. Uh, Pollard or Patterson for week 11? Pollard. Um, should I trade Najee for Cooks, Devontae Smith, and Mostert? Yes. If you yeah, can I get that. that much for Najee Harris, you do that in a heartbeat. I mean, it sounds like whoever, if they accept that trade, it sounds like that they need to be in the idiot tier of our experts and idiots league that's tied along with our podcast here. So, yeah, no, I would definitely classify the guy who's offering Brandon Cooks, Devontae Smith, and Raheem Mostert for Najee Harris as an idiot. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, we're going to take a quick break, guys, and then we're going to come back and work a trade between Nick and Calvin. So we will be right back. All right, guys, and we're back from the break. 
Uh, we got a few more trade questions that came in during our break that we were able to answer and get going out there. Um, but yeah, send them in. We're, we're still going to work a live trade uh, here in just a little bit. Which means we may not get to all of your TikTok comments. Um, but if you want to send those to our Twitter at FFB underscore EX idiots, you can tweet at us or send us a DM. We will respond to every DM there. Uh, really quick, the guy's asking, should I trade Ramondre, Ramondre Stevenson for Damian Harris? No, keep Stevenson. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Nick. I think it's time that we make a trade. Here is my offer. I know I, I know. I said earlier I hate the two-for-one trades. Would you take Sutton and Olave for Kirk? Man, that's that's tough. Christian Kirk or Kirk Cousins? Christian Kirk. Just wanting to make no, sure that fair. everybody knows. <laughs> I'd give you Kirk Cousins for those two. Yeah, I don't want I don't want Kirk Cousins. I'm okay at quarterback. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's you don't, that's you don't that's want, tough for sure. You don't want a uh, Kirk Thug Thugsons, Kirk Thuggins, Thuggins, whatever his name is. Um, what do you think, Nick? It's tough. It's I mean it. It's a lot of value both ways. Yeah, yeah, agreed. You're um, getting two uh, guys who could really step up and continue to perform at a high level. I'm getting a guy who I'm banking on will continue to be a high level who I think I feel like I'm paying peak value for. Yeah, I I I honestly I have to think about that one. <laughs> but uh, you know, I think I mean I think it's a fair trade honestly. So let's do it. The goal is to have a live trade done on the show. Or is there another trade that you think of? Yeah, or hit me with a counter. Fine, I'll, I'll hit you with a counter. Okay, let's do it. Um, I'd give you, I'd give you Mostert and Ayuk for Olave. Raheem Mostert and Ayuk for Olave. I'm yeah. out. I'm out on Raheem Mostert. I think that Jeff Wilson's taken over that backfield. Really? I thought you were going to say you were out on Ayuk. I mean, no, Mostert's the one that is killing that value for me. Uh. What else you got? Uh. While he's thinking, we can talk about the trade you sent me the other day. Okay. Yeah, you put... Uh, Travis Kelsey on the block in a in, dynasty in league. our dynasty league. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Nick, I I'm, I'm still, I'm still open to that first trade. So the, the trade, <laughs> the, the trade you sent me for Travis Kelsey is I give up, uh, my 2023 20, third round pick and, and Travis Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey, and you give me Dawson Knox, Terry McLaurin, and a second round pick for next year. Yep. I'm paying a premium to get the best tight end in the league for the next two years. Giving you a young upside tight end, a young wide receiver who has been steady, and giving you an upgrade at the draft pick. So that would give me two second round picks next year and two third round picks because I'd be giving you my third round pick and I've already got, I've already traded and got two. My only downfall 
with this pick aside from, or with this trade aside from not getting, not having a first round pick because I've already traded away and I really want a first round pick. I'm not, I'm not including my 2023 third. I've done too much, or 2023 first. I've done too much scouting work on this coming draft class to give up a first round pick. There is a tight end that is coming up. I'm pretty sure in this draft that I am very interested in and think he will do well and would be good replacing Travis Kelsey's spot. Dawson Knox has not performed great this year like we expected him to. No, I mean, he's a little bit touchdown dependent, which is why I had to throw in Terry McLaurin as well. I mean, yeah, and Knox for Kelsey is not a fair trade straight up. No, not yeah. at all. No. What... I mean, like like I said, I'm paying a premium here for for this trade. Yeah, but we do still have two more weeks in this league until our trade deadline. So I'm keeping it open as an option, but I'm also waiting for everyone else in our league to send me their offers to see which option weighs out better. So everybody else, you have the upper hand because now you know what I'm looking for. You know what Calvin has sent me. Can you beat Calvin and get Travis Kelsey off my lineup? Wow. What a shady GM move. (laughs) Putting my trade out there on blast saying, this is what I'm getting. Beat it. Hey, you know. Whatever it takes to win. You got to do what you got to do. If you're not cheating, you're not trying hard enough. (laughs) Agreed. All right. So I'm not going to decline it. You're just going to let it sit. I'm going to let it sit for a little bit longer. I'm going to go change it so the trade blows up after 24 hours. (laughs) Okay. Did that give you enough time, Nick? Ah, uh, man. Agonizing over this one. <laughs> okay. Well, we do have a few more trade questions that have come in. If you want us to go over those while you're still looking. Yeah, go for it. Okay. All right, let's answer a couple. Um, let's see. Offer Latavius Murray and Godwin for Hawkinson and David Montgomery. You win or lose. If they accept that trade, you win. Um, Hawkinson trending up. Montgomery trending down. Godwin trending up. Murray status quo. So if they accept it, you win. Should you trade Ramondre Stevenson for Damian Harris? No. Trade Justin Fields for Kenneth Walker and Amari Cooper. You have Josh Allen. Ooh, I mean, I like that Bluetooth trade. Bluetooth disconnected. Bluetooth connected. That person's no longer here. Oh, well, we can still talk about it. Yes, make that trade. Fields is depth for you at this point. You need a tight end. You had Zach Ertz. Who should you try and go get? Um, I like Greg Dulcich. Try and make a trade for TJ Hawkinson. Um, you could try and make a trade. Will you pull up our trade list? Yeah. Um... Injoku. You could try and go get Injoku. If somebody's willing to give up Goddard, go get Goddard. He's the top tight end trade target. Thoughts on Olave for the rest of the season? I really like Olave for the rest of the season. Um, I think that he's going to continue to produce regardless of who his quarterback is. Is Are they just going to stick with Andy Dalton the rest of the season? Uh, maybe. I don't know for sure. Okay. Depends on uh, yeah. Jameis. They should really switch back to Jameis. <laughs> He's been healthy. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's just he's just chilling. I don't know. I don't know why they won't go with him, but I think maybe they're looking to get a quarterback in the upcoming draft. That's possible. So Okay. But I like Olave rest of the season. I'm currently trying to trade him away to Nick, but uh reluctantly so. Yeah, <laughs> Dynasty, I love Olave long term. All right, Nick, what do you got? I'm curious. I'm curious, though, real quick, what you think about um, Cortland Sutton rest of the way? Because I know Jerry Judy just got injured. Uh, but Judy's injury is just a sprain. So I think that Judy has the chance to bounce back. But we've also seen Sutton without Judy for most of the season because Judy had the shoulder injury for the beginning part of the season. So I think Cortland Sutton is what he is at this point. Does he have some boom potential? Absolutely. Um, but I think that he's got a pretty stable floor. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do that trade with you. Olave and Sutton for Kirk? Yep. Okay, I will send it right now. All right. <laughs> Reluctantly sending Kirk. Yeah, I mean, like, it's tough to, it's tough to trade Kirk, but... Okay. Well, he's won me my past two weeks, so. That's fair. So I get Christian Kirk, you get Olave and Cortland Sutton. Send. It is sent. And that is how the butter gets made. (laughs) All right. We finally got a trade done. We got a trade done on the air. I've made two trades on a podcast this season. Yes, you have feeling good about that uh did we go over the waiver claims that we need to try to do uh no we did not we should probably round that out yeah and then hit it with the idiot itinerary and call it yes i'm a good one i'm excited for that nick if you need to hop off uh feel free to do so uh thank you for joining us Uh, yeah but you are also welcome to stick around and chime in on everything else if you'd like sure i'll stick around a little bit sounds good okay so waivers that you guys need to focus on this week. Rashad White with Tampa Bay. Isaiah flip, flip that order. The bottom one needs to be the start the oh. top priority. Christian Watson, wide receiver with Green Bay. Then uh, Rashad White. Then Rashad White at Tampa Bay. And then Isaiah Pacheco with the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh Clyde Edwards Alaire is droppable. He's not getting you points. Pacheco has a chance to come on, win a job and potentially win a league for you. Uh, Christian Watson, I don't think that this was a fluky performance. I think that this is him saying, no, I have, I am healthy now. I have a chemistry with, uh, with a uh, good old ayahuasca Rogers. And, um, <laughs> but that, do you think that gets dampered at all? Once Romeo Dobbs comes back, I don't think he's scoring three touchdowns every week, but I think that, you know, six catches, a touchdown, and 70 yards is reasonable. So out of those two, who would you rather have on your team, Christian Watson or Romeo Dobbs? Long-term or short-term? Uh, redraft. Redraft? Right now, I think it's Watson. Rodgers is fickle. He has no loyalty. It's what have you done for me right now? And so I think Watson is the guy. Okay. Yeah. Dynasty. I think at least for the next for the next game, I think Watson's going to be the guy. So if you need a spot start as well, I think Watson's going to be really good. Dynasty, yep. still Watson over Dobbs. Okay, it's yeah. it's a pedigree thing. Pedigree matters in the NFL. 
you were a high draft pick, you're going to get more opportunities. So maybe maybe Watson doesn't work out in Green Bay because he was an early second round pick. He's going to get more opportunities with other teams. Yeah. And then we've already talked at length about Rashad White and Fournette. Yeah. Um, and just kind of go through real quick on the names you guys need to try to trade away or stay away from. Jonathan Taylor, James Conner, Najee Harris, Devontae Adams. I'm kind of surprised you said that with how much he's been scoring, but he does play with a Hyundai. Uh, Christian Kirk, <laughs> Amon Ross St. Brown, all the 49ers wide receivers, and George Kittle. Yeah, it's these are all sell-high candidates, right? James Conner, you're going to sell high. Yeah, they are going to release Eno Benjamin, um, but it's still a question mark if he's going to be healthy there. Um, Najee Harris, we've covered. Jonathan Taylor, we've covered. Devontae, this is a sell-high move. Get everything you absolutely can for him and go. Christian Kirk is on both lists because he is at peak trade value. Again, with Amon Ross St. Brown. I think that there's not a ton of targets to go around in Detroit. Um, so you need to kind of capitalize now before Jamison Williams comes on. And then the 49ers, I just don't know. It's going to be kind of one of those who's getting the ball each week. So you're going to try and trade at value. All right. We got one more trade question before we do the idiot itinerary. Derek Henry and Robert Tanyan for DeAndre Swift, Pickens, and Njoku for James Robinson. Derek Henry and Robert Tunyon for DeAndre Swift. Uh, keep Derek Henry. I like that. Side oh, better. actually, no. Sorry, I read that wrong. Derek Henry and Robert Tunyon for Swift, Pickens, Njoku, and James Robinson. Whoa. <laughs> that is a huge haul, but I still, well, redrafter dynasty. Uh, if that's redraft, I'm keeping Derrick Henry. The rest of the guys are not going to be able to crack your roster all at the same time, so you're just not mathematically you're not going to be able to get all of them in there uh, to make up for the points that Henry is getting you. Um, if it's dynasty, oh yeah, take that Swift, Pickens, and Joku and Robinson. Robinson's cuttable once at the start of next season, but. If you're trading away an old running back for that much young talent, absolutely. All right. So my idiot itinerary for today. For those just joining us, Ryan as the resident idiot every week gets to do a little bit of an overreaction, gets to go over something that he feels passionate about, and usually it highlights why we call him the idiot of the experts and idiots hey, podcast. But a lot of mine recently have been great and uh, realistic picks that have for the most part come true. That That is fair. Like I said, usually it highlights <laughs> where you're at. All right. So I have actually already briefed Calvin on this one because I wanted him to think because I've done a bunch of quote unquote research on this one. I, I listened to Nick Wright and I got a lot of points from him. So <laughs> how many years after Tom Brady retires do we switch to referring to Patrick Mahomes about being the goat? And here was my initial answer, and I'm going to kind of stick with it. How many years does it take for Patrick Mahomes to get at least five Super Bowls? 
Because we know that Brady has seven. Seven. Okay. Patrick, I don't, I Patrick's don't know if, got one. Patrick's got one. When it comes down to counting stats, when it comes down to, like, this is what it's going to boil down to to call him the GOAT. It's going to be the counting stats. It's going to be legacy and leadership. And it's going to be rings. Okay. Brady, for a long time, we've called him the GOAT because of what he did for that New England team. He was the reason that they went to so many Super Bowls. He's the reason Tampa Bay has gone to a Super Bowl and won it. Um, so we need to see that same level of commitment, that same level of production, and that same level of leadership from Patrick Mahomes over a, an extended period. I have no doubt that uh, he will get there with the counting stats. He's going to get the wins. He's going to get the yards. He's going to get the touchdowns. But can they win in the postseason? Okay. You ready for this? Go. <sighs> okay. This is what I've got. The Chiefs are the first team in NFL history to start their season with eight consecutive games against teams that had a winning record from the previous year. Okay. Now, granted, uh, you know, that doesn't say a whole lot because there's a lot of teams that can flip players and whatnot. They can be bad teams, everything like that. However, they are the first team in history to do that. They have, they're the, they have the hardest schedule so far. And what is their record right now? I will tell you, they are seven and two right now with that. Yep. They lead the AFC. Okay. Um, Patrick Mahomes is the reason for half the questions in, in the NFL. Can this win that can this team, the bills, the a bad example, but the Texans, the Colts, the, the Chargers. Also bad example for the question you're about to ask. Yeah. Yeah. But can that like, but that preseason question. All right. Can they win a Super Bowl? Well, I don't know. Can their quarterback go toe to toe with Mahomes? Can they get past Mahomes? All right. The way that Nick Wright described it, he's a noun. He's a verb. He is an adjective. In everything, he's also the answer for other questions. Who's the MVP? Who's the best player? Who's the scariest guy in the league? All right. He's the most talented passer of the football, and he's also quietly the most effective running quarterback. Not most productive, but most effective. Oh, it's third and 17. What are we going to do? We're going to bootleg out for a pass, but Patrick Mahomes is going to run for 25 yards to get that first down. Um, through 71 games, he's got 56 wins, averaging 304.8 yards per game, and has 176 total touchdowns. Through the first five seasons, Tom Brady played. Um, he had, oh, sorry, um, 123 touchdowns. Um, completion percentage was at 62. Patrick Mahomes at 66. He threw for a total of 18,000 yards. Patrick Mahomes still playing in the sixth or in the what fifth season is at 21,000 yards, like still has games to play and is already blowing uh, Tom Brady's stats out of the water. Um, let's see. You don't, you definitely don't want to be losing to Mahomes, but what's worse, <coughs> excuse me, beating Mahomes. Yeah. He, he comes back and he wins games. 
in his record or in his career of being down by 10 points, he's got a 59% chance of beating you. The closest person to him is Brady at 37%. Mahomes is 13 and nine while losing by 10 plus points. In that same situation, Mahomes this year is three and oh, the rest of the NFL 17, 71, and nine. And one. Oh, yeah, one. Sorry, I was looking ahead. Mahomes is 100% on that. The rest of the NFL is at 19% winning. So, meaning this season in 2022, Patrick Mahomes is 3 0 when trailing by double digits. So, he's a comeback artist. Okay, and I'm just, I'm just clarifying winning, what you're saying. Winning, winning games. games. Yeah. Uh, Mahomes is 45 and one when the defense doesn't allow more than 27 points. That's fair. They have a arguably bad defense. Yeah. So. But 45 and one. <laughs> That's the, I look, do I think that Patrick Mahomes could be the goat one day? Yeah, but I'm not going to anoint him prematurely. So, um, do I think that this is a whole load of horse crap? No. Do I think that you actually did some research? Yeah, I think it's great. I really do, Ryan. Like, this is a good one. But like I said, for me, I he's going to get all the stats. It's going to boil down to, can he get the rings? Like, we're, what, halfway through the season? Because technically he played his 10th game today, so I need to yep. do that. Um, so, yeah, uh, his record right now, career records, 57 and 17 while Tom Brady through his first, first five, five years. years was 58 and 22. Yep. He, the only stat that Tom Brady leads him is in is Super Bowls. But also if we're talking greatest of all time, you have to be able to elevate a team to a Super Bowl. And so I think that in order for Patrick Mahomes to secure that, he's got to get the rings. Okay. Well, Guys, that about does it for this episode. Uh, it's a little bit longer than we normally do, but we hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, appreciate everybody coming in on our live on TikTok tonight. Uh, for those of you that don't know, our podcast is the Fantasy Football Experts and Idiots podcast. We're also on Twitter, FFB underscore EX Idiots. Uh, hit us up on there with any questions. Uh, any anything you want us to talk about during our podcast we record monday nights after the monday night football game or during the monday night football game or during all depends on schedule um but yeah calvin do you have anything else you want to say to these great people i don't thank you everybody for listening there are big things coming for the uh, fantasy football experts and idiots podcast for our collection of shows uh so you're definitely going to want to buckle up and enjoy the ride yeah, you have Calvin and I uh, recording Monday nights. Uh, you got Logan and Taylor uh, recording their Rampaging Idiot show closer to the weekend. More of a lineup to the two leagues that we've got going on with the podcast. And a lot of smack talk there. A lot of smack talk. That's also where you can curse yeah, on the podcasts. Yeah. That's I, the explicit arm. We don't really restrict this one on that, but we just haven't done it. We just haven't needed to. Yeah. It's but okay. Nick, thanks for joining us. Appreciate your input on all of your trades that you've sent hopefully logan and taylor don't roast you too bad this week nick i think you need to make an appearance on that podcast as well since they did name a segment after you yeah they did oh my gosh man i i need to go back and listen to that i i've watched the last 
handful and uh yeah i haven't i haven't come across that yet but yeah if they're they're talking crap i need to i need to defend myself oh oh, they're talking a lot of crap i guess i actually named the segment but they were the ones who were going to do it since your team is where's werner their segment is where's the trade um (laughs) highlighting any crummy trades that you may have sent them throughout the week they were actually a little bit saddened that you didn't send them send them any trade offers this week it's probably just because you know I didn't I wasn't interested in any of the players. <laughs> That's a really good reason to not send a trade. All right, <laughs> well, guys, we're gonna end it here. As always, be a friend, tell a friend, and we will see you later.